This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid, the best sales and marketing tips of your week in 15 minutes or less. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acree. And 2022 is just two days away from when this podcast releases. And a new year means a new start for many that are looking to continuously improve. Setting goals is more than a New Year's cliche. It actually pushes us to invest in the target as if we'd already accomplished it. According to neuroscientists, a part of our brain believes that desired outcome is an essential part of who we are, setting up the conditions that drive us to work towards the goal to fulfill the brain's self-image. How cool is that? We've heard people like the neuroscience. That's why the, so. that's why the vision board is so critical. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about the four types of goals that everyone should be setting this year. Yes, exactly. And here's the thing, right? Is you got to set your New Year's resolution. Everybody's got to do it. But the truth is you got to keep it. I think it's, what is it? Only like 30 something percent keep it up to March. It was 20% because we did a podcast last year about yeah, why 80% don't keep their New Year's I'm giving credit where credit's not due. It's yeah. even worse than that. Most of us suck at keeping it. How many of yeah. you kept your New Year's resolutions for 2021? Just think about that for a second. Yeah. How many of you kept your New Year's resolutions for 2021? I kept some of them, not all of them, even myself. I kept some of and them. And I know what Ariel's thinking. It's like, no. Not Luke. Luke keeps every goal. The one, the <laughs> exactly one, the <laughs> one that I that I still have a chance at is reading thirty six books. Dang, dude! Wow. I got really behind though in June. I stopped. And how many so books I've, do you have to go? Thirty four. No, I've, I've got like <laughs> I've got like ten more to go through. But I'm right now reading at three at a book every three days. So I'm like on a really good pace. I'm getting up early, so I got time yeah. to read. I'm gonna read at bedtime. That's awesome. You know who I just saw? We interviewed Ricky Carruth on the podcast. Um, actually twice now, I think. And he has gone all in commitment to really becoming the best leader, he said on his Instagram. Yeah. And one of the things he's doing is reading like four books at a time. And he was commenting with people and saying he's reading literally for the first couple hours in the morning, yeah. every single morning. Every single morning. It's been it's been great. And then I'll do uh, audiobooks like Audible uh, at the gym. Uh, I saw this two at the same time, one physical. Speaking well, this speaks to one of the goals. One of the goals that you have to set is your self development goal, right? And we could start there. But I saw this Instagram post that said basically, if you read one hour a day, it's like four percent of your day. But if you do that straight for you know four or five years, you'll be in the top one percent of knowledge in that whatever craft that you're studying. Wow. Now, I don't know how true that is. How many you know what they say about statistics? Ninety percent are made up, and I made that up. Well, that's a lot of reading. I mean, yeah, it's a lot hour, of an hour a day every day for four years. Well, you'll have you'll have the academic knowledge, whether or not you have the practical application knowledge. I don't know. But self-development should be one of the goals that you set. What does that mean? Well, your body, mind and spirit, you got to set for yourself this mind growth. Like, how are you growing from a mindset standpoint? How are you growing from a spirit standpoint? Meaning, what are you going to put down on paper that you will commit to? to further yourself? And what I love about setting a self-development goal is what I always tell people is, Take the 1% rule. The idea is to get 1% better every single day. If you seek to do that and you set a goal for yourself, maybe it's reading 36 books, maybe it's something to do with a um, piece of knowledge that you want. So maybe I want to become an expert YouTube advertiser. Like that's one of my goals for 2022 is I want to be an expert at YouTube advertising. How am I going to self-develop myself to do that? Maybe it's courses that I take, you know, stuff like, or maybe I experiment, maybe I spend 20 minutes a day researching YouTube ads, studying the best ones, whatever it is. If I just seek to get 1% better every day, I'll be 365% better by the end of the year. Yeah, no, the thing I love about even using that as an example of becoming a YouTube expert or something like that is it doesn't necessarily have to be 
directly related to your career Correct. or your business. Now you can apply, obviously, that if you're in marketing or you have a business, you can apply that expertise. But even the idea of learning a new skill or learning a new craft or a new trade, it actually reshapes your brain. Really? So yeah, apparently like they used to think that the brain wasn't malleable after adolescence, but they've proven that that's wrong. And and it actually learning a new skill will thicken the brain's prefrontal cortex, resulting in fewer fear responses, wow. a more positive mindset and more confidence. Dang. So it doesn't have to be something super technical like YouTube, of course, if you can use something that you can apply to your business, yep. but even learning a new skill like playing the drums or something yep. like that is going to actually make you better in your job because it's actually going to shape you to be less fearful. It's going to give you more confidence and ultimately you can apply that to your career. And choose something you want to learn, something fun, right? Like it, I think so often we set goals that are painful and not all goals have to be painful. They should be something that is the outcome that you desire, right? It might be a little painful to have the discipline and the goal, but it doesn't have to be something like you're, yep. you're killing yourself. Now, the second goal you should set yep. is going to be a little painful. Yeah, and that's sounds- your your, your health goal. <laughs> I actually asked Josh before we came on, because, you know, we're recording this early as we always do. I said, how'd you do over Thanksgiving, you know, for your diet? And you got Here's this the ironic part. Look. I actually never struggle over the holidays. So I'm not a big sweets guy. Like I'm very good at just being able to resist, um, you know, like stuffing and bread and the stuff that normally isn't good for you. And for some reason this year, I was a disaster. <laughs> I was an absolute disaster. I didn't have any pie. But I definitely ate everything you know what gets else available. Me? Mac and cheese. <laughs> Mac and cheese is like my weakness. So I woke, my up this, I woke up this morning. We're actually recording this the day after the Thanksgiving weekend, yeah. um, even though it comes out. You woke up five pounds December. heavier? I did. I woke up a few pounds heavier and had yeah, to have yeah. a, I, strong, I actually, a stern talk to myself in the mirror. <laughs> you have to have a health goal, though. And here's the thing and about a specific health. health goal. Yes. It can't be I want to lose weight. It has to be specific. Think about the yep. SMART goal framework. You've got to give yourself a number that you want to get to. You have to give yourself a timeline or a deadline in order to get there. And it's also got to be something you can measure and attain. Yep. Health is one of the hardest things to keep on track with because there's so much temptation that you come across and the urge of eating or, you know, that desire is extremely strong within a human. Yeah. But the the reality I would tell you about health, and I was telling my my parents this, I actually told them, hey, would if you if I bought you a gym membership for Christmas, would you actually use it if I got you a trainer and stuff? And my mom was kind of you know, teeter-totter in there. <laughs> but I was telling them, I said, you have no idea. I'm not talking about the way you look. Yeah, exactly. Right? So many yes. people think of health the way you look. Yes. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about literally what it does for your mindset, the chemicals, the endorphins, that fire when you sweat out the toxins, how you feel about yourself. It is incredible 100%. the difference it makes in your mindset just going to the gym for a week straight. Yep. And so I would encourage you, you got to put a health down or a health goal down on paper. The key is though, like I always say, is you must keep whatever you put down on paper because it will do the opposite of what you want it to do if you set a health goal and you don't keep it. Now you'll go deeper down into like a depressed state or feeling bad about yourself because not only did you not like how you were in the first place, you wanted to get healthier, then you don't keep the promise and now you're even more down on yourself. So set something you can keep. Yeah, even the idea of giving you that confidence because I was actually had to get up this morning at 4.30, go to the gym. I was more tired than I'd ever been since getting up at 4.30. Stuffing. You were I'm weighed sitting down. in the middle of the gym, hating it, like thinking, why did I do this? I'm going to be so tired today. And then I just got this rush of, oh my gosh, like I'm, I actually you did, did it. it. You did it. I did it. I'm here. Yeah. I just have to ha- the second half of the workout to go. And immediately my mood changed, my mindset changed, everything changed once 
that realization kicked yeah. in. Well, what, something that's interesting because I've been working out for a while now and waking up early is like for me, to ha- that helps me. I don't know if it'll help anybody else, but I immediately get to the gym and I try to start to sweat as fast as possible. For some reason- I do not do that. Yeah, for some reason, <laughs> the, barrier, the barrier between like when you're trying to get started and everything like that, when you start sweating, like you're into it at that yeah. point. So I jump on the treadmill, jump on the bike I, and I, I try to literally- get warmed up, get sweat. This morning I skipped the elliptical. So yeah. it took me about halfway through to get that. But there you go. You got your health goal. You got your self-development goal. What's the next one? Okay. So I would say you need to set a personal like relationship goal. So this would be like your family, your friends, your significant other. You should have a goal. So I think about myself, right? If I apply this to myself with my wife, Megan, we just had a little girl, Evelyn. I need to be intentional about the goals I have for our relationship. So if you look at Megan and I, right? If you're not growing together, you're growing apart. Mm. So always remember that about your relationships is you have to grow together. What brings people together is a common goal. You Mm. always have to remember the triangle. You're both at the bottom of the triangle. As you move to that common goal, you move closer together. So you want to set a goal for your relationship. Maybe it's a date night once a week. Maybe it's something where you're going to be more intentional and set your phone down when you get home. Mm-hmm. Like I looked at my screen time for this last week and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I spent a couple hours a day on my phone that I could have been spending with Evelyn or spending with Megan. Evelyn will never be this age again. And I spent it on my phone. That's a goal I could set for myself that I don't want my screen time to be over two hours a day. That type of idea. And get your significant other, get your friendship, get your relationship. It doesn't have to just be about your spouse. Get them involved in the goal, right? Yeah, I found that one of the biggest things that helps sort of direct this, and this is something I recently started doing as well, is visualization. So actually visualizing what do you want your life to be? Where do you want to be in 10 years? Where do you want to be? You know, what do you want your eulogy to say? And actually sitting down and it's so corny. I've never done it before because I've always just thought it was so corny. But whenever you sit down and actually close your eyes and have some silence and start to envision, like, what do you want your future to look like? All of a sudden, your next few days, your next few weeks, the next few months with your family, with your kids, with any of the relationships that you have start to come into clarity in terms of if I start like doing this thing with my kid this week will get me closer to where I want to be whenever I'm 60. Yep. And so much of that has already started to play. As a matter of fact, one of my goals is like to, you know, get, get, uh, gain assets, buy real estate with, and, but involve my children at some point. Like I love that. Where I can involve my kids. My daughter the other day, she just recently got into HGTV. She actually turned to me and was like, dad, I want to flip houses someday. <laughs> Like, well, there you go. All right. Hey, hey, we're I know, I know some, I know some great people that flip a lot of houses. She wants to do rental. the design and make her brother do like all of the. the I love labor. that. I love that. Yeah, that's a <laughs> Very smart fitting. person I love that. right smart there. Girl. <laughs> Here's what I'll t- also tell you about relationship goals. That's an extra benefit, specifically when it comes to your significant other. When people see that you're being intentional about something that's around them. It literally just the effect of that, you will gain a a bond or a closeness or they will feel like they're important to you. Mm. So, you know, I think people underestimate that you don't have to be perfect. You just have to try. And when you're setting a goal, it shows that you're trying. It shows that you're being intentional, which brings people closer together. Absolutely. So there you go. Health goal, self-development goal, family or relationship goal. And then the last one is what this podcast is all about. And that's your business goal. Yes, your money-making goal. Yeah. How are you going to make some money this year? Yeah, you got to afford the gym membership. You got to afford all those books you're going to buy. You got to afford to take your wife out on a date. Jeez, yeah. (laughs) 
Otherwise, I mean, I mean, you can have remote. So this remote one obviously is is going to relate to you know your income, yes. right? Where do you want to be, especially if you're in, in a in a, in a industry like real estate, financial advising, insurance. You're a business yep. owner where you have control over your income. So if you're in real estate, you're going to look at something like what do you want your gross commission income to be at the end of 2022? Keeping in mind that's not what you're going to take home. What are you actually going to be spending in your business? So. Uh, where do you want your actual take-home income to be? Work from there up to your GCI. Work from there up to the number of transactions you have. Break it down to how many transactions you need, how many leads you need. We're Correct. Gonna, next week, we're going to talk about the four things that agents should be doing every single day, which will hopefully lay out a roadmap for you to hit your goals in 2022. Yeah, well, I would tell you about your business goals is it's not complicated to do the reverse engineering that Josh is talking about, but it takes a lot of discipline. If I look at us at Reminder Media, we've been going through for the past month. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more complicated for us because we're a little bit bigger of a business and we have a lot of different departments and a lot of different people that we got to kind of align. But the reality is, is it's not complicated. It just takes a lot of discipline and a lot of work. And we've been doing it over the last month and a half, really getting our numbers in check to understand the amount of leads we have to generate, the amount of phone calls we have to make, the amount of salespeople we have to hire, right? The amount of deals we ultimately have to close to produce the revenue that we want to be able to end up taking home what we want to take home. Here's what I would encourage you to do is make sure when you put down on paper, start with what you want. Don't start with what you're limited to. And I think so mm. many people start with the limitation in mind. Start, yeah, thank you. Start with actually what you want to achieve. Think big. Cody Askin said, right, he wants to bring 10,000 people to his conference 8%. And he had 1,000 people at his last conference. Think about that. He wants to 10x what he's doing. He's thinking big. Most people think small. Most people go, I just want 1,500 people over 1,000. Think big, write down on paper, what would it take you to actually get 10,000? Then narrow from there. Mm. I always say, Think big, don't think with limitations, and then narrow down versus starting with your limitations. Because if you aim for the moon, you'll land on the stars. Is that how the saying goes? If you aim for the stars, you'll hit, you'll, at least you'll land on the moon. Okay, so I got it backwards, but yeah. one of those places... the moon is closer than the stars. Okay, yeah, Josh knows his <laughs> astrology. Is that what it's called, astrology? It's like, yeah, if you aim for, this, aim for the stars, the worst that will happen is yeah, you'll, you'll they, land on the moon. You'll yeah. land on the moon. Exactly. That's what I meant. You're going to land somewhere or out Mars. there in outer, outer space, and it's going to be beautiful. But <laughs> set, your, set your business goals. Reverse engineer exactly what you need to do. Like Josh said, our next podcast next week is we're going to tell you three things that every agent should be doing every single day to hit their goals. Three things. I said four things. I messed that up. Okay. Well, we can add a fourth if you want, (laughs) but it's three things you should be doing every single day, but you got to set those business goals. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to staypaypodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. And while you're there, check out episode 208. It was our last year's New Year's episode. So we talked about that idea of why 80% of people won't keep their New Year's resolutions. If you like this and want to support the show, we'd love it if you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, as well as leave a review and a five-star rating. And the best way to support the show is to share this episode with a friend. So um, did you hear the news? Did you hear the news? Stephen King. Stephen King had a son named Joe. Had a new, new baby. New baby. Named him Joe. Oh, wow. I'm not joking, but he is. Joe King. Nice. If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. I didn't get that till Ariel said it. I was like, I don't I don't get it. It's I tried that one out on my daughter this morning too. It didn't work. She just stared at me. Just, that, that's not funny. Nice. If I can get her to laugh at a dad joke, I know I've won. Yeah, yeah. You know that's a good dad <laughs> yeah. joke. You can follow us on Instagram at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acree. Here's your action item. Look, we're two days out 
from your New Year's, right? You need to set your resolutions. Set a resolution for yourself in each one of these categories that we went over today. Remember, set something that you can commit to. You're either interested or you're committed. Be committed this year in 2022 to really drive home the life that you want. Remember, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 